Episode 139. The Ultimate Deck Podcast. Need a show about outdoor living? This is where it's at. With your host, Shane Chapman and Way Lorette. Thank you for tuning in. Now let the show begin. Yeah, yeah. The Ultimate Deck Podcast. Let's go. Good day, everybody. Welcome to the Ultimate Deck Podcast. Shane and Bryce here. Woo-hoo! This has kind of become the common duo right now. That's, yeah. Since well, Wade both abandoned here. us. Yeah, he left us. For, for another a city, nicer city. Right. <laughs> Peace. See you later. Ugh. Oh, you need a manager up in uh, Saskatoon? Yeah, I'm already there. I'm on my way. Yeah. Uh, what have you been doing lately, Brace? What have you been working on? There's been some stuff happening with Deck Expo this year. That's for sure. Deck so Expo. Far. Deck Expo. Deck Expo. Yeah, that's happening. It is happening. Oh my god. Yeah, it's gonna be really good. Going. To if down. anybody's been there before, they know how good it's gonna be. And if they haven't, well, they're about to find out. Deck Expo in Dallas. In Dallas. Have Dallas, you ever been to Texas. Texas? I've never been to Texas. Never anywhere in Texas. I have not either. People, uh, I've heard a lot of people talk about Texas and how big it is. They say it's big. But Saskatchewan's bigger. We're from, I was going to say. Two Texases at least I was gonna say, Saskatchewan. We're from, <laughs> from Canada. Everything's just big and spread out here and stuff. Yeah. So it's not, I don't know if I'm going to be too taken aback by that. But maybe for the Dallas Cowboys game. Oh, That yeah. might be interesting. That's happening. That'd Who really are they good. playing? Uh, the Falcons. Oh, the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, it's just going to be a gun show. No defense. Bang, just, bang, bang. Just throwing the ball. Good old style CFL game. No defense. <laughs> throwing the ball. Did they make the field wider? <laughs> they should, if they knew it was good for them. That's right. They uh, learned how to play football. Yeah, yeah wow. Okay. <laughs> um. So, there's this thing, Bryce, What's on the internet. Thing? Have you ever... Have you been on the been on the internet before? Have you dabbled I've in heard, internet? I've heard of the internet. It's it's decent. It's it's been around for a little while. I think I might check it out. Oh, here and there. Remember how you used to get onto it? Yeah. And you couldn't use your phone while you're on it. That's just like that was the best. And we didn't have cell phones yet, so it's just like when you were on the internet, you were unreachable. Right. Exactly. You were off the grid. I was trying to tell my uh, my kid about that the other day about how we had home phones, and she was like, "What?" With the home phone. Right, exactly. Someone would phone your house and then ask for you. Yeah. And then you'd have to sit attached to the wall to talk to people. Yeah. It sounds awful, even to me. And I lived it. It sounds awful. It's like, I don't want that anymore either. Right, exactly. I'm pissed when I have to like plug my phone in and I want to see it. And it's like, oh, I got to stand within three feet of this thing. Right. Come on. But anyways, on the internet here, there's this other, there's a new app called TikTok. I don't know if you've heard of that. Nope. No, not Sorry. That okay. It's similar to ICQ. Fine. That it's was like the last ICQ. thing. It's like ICQ. ICQ. So on, the, of course, TikTok is the, uh, what do I want to call it? The uh, incubator of all social trends. Right oh, now. yeah. Easily the place where trends. <laughs> Shit, that was, I. it took me a minute, but I came up with a really well-paired couple of words. So you came out that. with a really trendy way to say <laughs> that's, that's where the trends exist. So on there, I've started to discover this thing called, you You said asthma. I call it ASMR. I don't know if like it's an acronym for, I can't remember what. Asthma. Yeah. And so it's I've an been acronym for this. asthma. <laughs> okay. <laughs> have you watched, have you, do you, do you take I'm, in ASMR? I'm not a huge fan of ASMR like stuff. Like you don't like it? or I, you just It's not care. that I don't like it. I just, like, I don't get the... Like watching people eat really close to a microphone. Right? That's what it is. It's, <laughs> it's people making weird, not even weird, people just making sounds really close into the mic. And, but here's the thing up until about, up until I discovered this, which was only, we're talking months, maybe a year. Right. Tops. Probably not even. I didn't know that there was a name for this, but when I read about it, I was like, I know what that is. I like that. Because <laughs> I want some more of this. But, I recall, like, for some reason, my memory takes me back to, like, grade school. Okay. And I just remember this, like, feeling in your body that would happen sometimes, unexplainable, didn't know what it was, what caused it, whatever. But it would happen if somebody, like, you know, like, whispered to you or, Mm -hmm. like, I don't even know what the thing, what the triggers were. But I remember feeling that this, like... Kind of like butterflies in your stomach, kind of like reaction sensory to overload. Cer- yeah, like these little <laughs> sensory reaction things happening when yeah. somebody would like whisper or, or was like flicking a pen or doing something in, in a, and you mm. were just kind of like focused. Like, 
And so I, I never put two seconds of thought of that in the rest of my life. I never thought about it again until I discovered this article about ASMR. And the article was exactly that. It was like this, this lady had experienced, like experienced what I was basically just describing. Right. Her whole life didn't know. That, and then she found a way to like trigger it. She found what was like oh. causing her to get these little like. And it was those. Energy in oh, your core so kind of thing. And then, then, and then ASMR was born. I don't know when this was. When, the, when that was, like a few years ago, whatever, people started to discover like, oh, there's like, people love this people shit. People want to watch this. <laughs> and people so want to watch me. Now there's entire genres of TikTok stars and probably YouTubers that do nothing but ASMR videos. Yeah, it's so weird to me. And they just like, they they tap, they click their fingernails, they talk really, they make sounds in their mouth, they do all these yeah. different things. Some of them will take like, I've seen some of them like, put things into like, not Play-Doh, but like, moldable clay stuff and then it crackles and stuff in the oh, mic really close. Yeah. Some people will put stuff over the microphone like saran wrap or something. Cling wrap for is that an American thing? Saran Cling. is the brand. Saran's right? the brand. But I call it saran wrap. Right. It's Kleenex. Uh and they'll put like they'll they'll take a paintbrush over top of the plastic on the microphone oh, with wow. like with goo or like I don't know what. Like yeah. sticky shit. And it makes like so you like that you like that sound stuff. I don't know about that one, but there's certainly some things like if I if I'm swiping through TikTok and I land on an ASMR video, I can sometimes all of a sudden snap out of it and be like, "Whoa!" <laughs> I, right. I just locked into that for like a minute and didn't really. Yeah. Like I just kind of like zoned out there for a minute. I feel like the and same. And it way. does make me sleepy. I feel the same way with like those, uh, like soap cutting videos. Oh yeah. Those things are addictive to watch. Yeah, there's. I mean, that's yeah, that's similar, right? People that yeah, kind of get into thing. like whatever, breaking things or cutting things up or like whatever. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. all it's all. I don't know. Somehow attracting different senses from you and like or like the hydraulic know. press videos. Yeah, those are cool. <laughs> those are cool. But I'm not like no joke. If I'm in bed and I'm not real tired yet, which is rarely happens because I don't go to bed till I'm fricking passing out yeah, of the why, couch. Yeah, yeah. Why is that? I don't know. Because because if I go to bed with any brain function whatsoever. I will lay there and just think, and I'll I'll be wide awake. You just need that the ASMR videos. I do. That's what I mean. I sometimes I just put my ear, headphones in and just like turn on. It doesn't even take much, man. Listening to it someone can be a eating TikTok popcorn, video. sixty seconds. <laughs> and it's like I'm out. It's cool. I enjoy it's cool. it. Cool. So I mean, lots of people like it. People haven't because uh, there'll be oh pimple popping videos. Oh, Carly there you says go. on the chat here. You Have like you seen those? those? I love those. I'm fascinated by them a little bit. Like they're gross, of course, but like, man, the shit that comes out of people sometimes. Right? Exactly. <laughs> oh man, it's all part of this weird thing with our just like consumerism of of other people's senses, and like, crazy things. Know. Yeah, it's weird. Anyway, enough of that talk. Go check out some ASMR videos. It's trippy. If you haven't heard of it before, it's like. I'm curious how many other people had those those feelings in their past, like got that like that butterfly kind of like rush in their stomach a little bit, right? Because people say they, they experience it different places too. That was mm-hmm. mine. I always got it like like right up top, right in my heart, like right below my heart is kind of where I got it. But some people say it gets comes up the back of their neck. Like, Same feeling you got when you got married and yeah, you know, right? saw your yeah. first kid. Yeah, right. <laughs> had I known I could just get that with a video, <laughs> like it's far less commitment. Um. Uh. Anyway, I'm curious how many other people like are now going to go so find this and be like, oh, this is, I didn't know how to describe this before. Is there a specific type of ASMR video that you like? Because there's a lot of sub-genres of ASMR. Yeah, I don't know that I've dove into the genres too much. I, I tend to like the, just, it's, uh, usually they're females doing them, but I've seen some males do them as well. Um, but usually they're kind of like, they're just whispering really softly and they're like, they're pretending to like touch your face to the phone. It's really weird. They're like, oh, I'm just brushing your hair aside, but they're, they whisper everything. And then the, the, like I said, the one girl like taps her glasses with her fingernails all the time. And it's like, just these sounds, man. I don't know what, what, what it's about, but it, it makes me feel funny. It's like experiencing the world up close. No yeah, different I than mi- like microscopes. Like I love looking at. Sure. Maybe it's a little similar thing. Yep. I don't know. Um. Anyway, enough of that. Ciao, ciao, ciao. The topic for today is, and this is one that you came up with. This is fantastic. And I'm shocked we haven't what? talked about this yet. This is 139, did we say? And this is the first time that we're going to talk about this. The topic today is bring back the porch. Voyeurism. <clears throat> Whoa. Yeah, you know. <laughs> 
11 reasons why building a deck in the front of your house or a porch is a great idea. Yeah. We have spent the last better part of two and a half years teaching people and telling people all about decks on this podcast. But only in the back. Our intro used to even <laughs> say something about like making you the master of your backyard. Yeah. And all of a sudden it's like, hey, what about the front yard? Oh yeah, that's an episode. Right. Two, wait, wait, 139 more episodes and we'll talk about side decks. Oh, side decks are the best. <laughs> They're so rare. They're rare. Right? You got to have the right house for it. Yeah. If you don't have a long, <laughs> long house, you can't have a good side Usually deck. Your house is built right up on that, you know, right up to your setback. But the odd times you find a gem where you can do a side deck. Oh, good old side deck. Oh. <laughs> I know what I'm looking for in my next house. Side Room deck. for a side deck. <laughs> I don't expect it to have it because, you know. Not too common, but I just want the ability to Either make one. Either our porches right. here. So porches are, they, they, they feel like a bit of an old school thing, right? We don't, but they're coming back, at least in Saskatchewan. Yep. A lot of the newer subdivisions, especially the lane homes where you've got the garage, detached garage in the back, mm. are putting porches on the front. And now I don't know if that's something that's guided by the city, maybe, that's saying like, well, you have to. That's the design requirement for those neighborhoods, maybe. But they're making a bit of a comeback in our area. They're cool. I don't know that they ever went anywhere in some areas, like the Northeast U.S. and stuff like mm. that. I think that porches were always, they never went anywhere. See, they're smart. They know. They but, knew. But certainly as a, as a some fallout from the awful architecture days of the 1980s <laughs> and 90s, where we decided that the first thing you should see when you pull up somebody's house is a giant garage door. Oh, yeah. And like a tiny little front door. Yeah. And like a couple concrete steps. And that's it. And it's like, that's like, it's destroyed the, it's destroyed our neighborhoods. If you want to look at inner city, inner city problems, <laughs> it's the lack of a porch. It's the lack of porch? Lack of porch. This could be one item right now. The lack Why of is porch? America falling? It's the lack they of They got porch. rid of porches. Right. How come Saskatchewan isn't just destroyed then? Well, I wouldn't exactly say we're killing it over here. <laughs> like... We've been in better places before. We've solved the world's problems. Right. Front porch. So here we go. Here's 11 reasons why you should consider putting a porch in the front of your house. Now we're talking, this is, we're talking either like just a deck on the front or, or this could be a roofed structure fully, or it could be fully enclosed fully porch enclosed structure. Too, yeah. We don't discriminate. We like all three. All three porches are just fine by us. Right. Number one is the curb appeal. Mm, good porch looks real good as I, I'm driving by. I'm not even kidding. So I know that having a detached garage is, and you don't even have to have a detached garage to have a porch, but most of the houses, at least here, do, right? Mm -hmm. If you've got the porch in the front, your garage is in the back and it's usually not attached. It's a lane home. And I know that that's less desirable. People want attached garages. However, driving down a street that's full of houses with porches in the front oh, yeah. looks so much better to me and feels like so much more of a community to me than driving down the street when it's just a bunch of attached garages poking out the front and driveway. Yeah. Like, I, I love the look of it. You actually see, you know, the facade of the front of the house, how, the design elements of the house. Like, mm. it's just mm -hmm. the house is closer up onto the street, like, yep, closer to the street, so it feels a little bit more lively. It feels accessible. Yeah. I Like, I love it. When I, when I go into like say the greens, I think has got a really good example of this, the greens neighborhood in Regina. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what street it is, but it's like the first one you pull in, if you go deep enough into the greens, you get into all the houses with the garages in the front. Right. But the less expensive houses are the ones that don't have the garages in the front. They're detached. And they like, there's a nice street that kind of like kind of goes around the outside of the greens when you first come in and it's all porch style houses. And I think that street looks amazing. I agree. I love it. I, uh, yeah. Por the, the porch on the front of the house as we are going to get into, is just, no one sits on the front porch. It's just, it's good looking. Uh, yeah, I I think the curb appeal is is a great reason to do it. It if just think makes it, the house look nice. If you think a deck looks good on your in the back of your house, why right? doesn't it look good on the front? Right? It's, it's no different than a tattoo. You can put it on your back or you can put it on your face. Where is it going to look better? On your face. <laughs> That's what I said. That's where people are going to see it. <laughs> right? You want to talk about curb appeal. Nobody's going to see your deck on your back. I don't want no tramp stamp deck. <laughs> right? Exactly. Oh, boy. I mean, number, I, number two. You do. But. Number two plays off number one. It's the meet your neighbors. Do you remember the time? I don't. When <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is before my time. Block parties. <laughs> do you remember the time when you knew your neighbors, though? I don't know. I know one of my neighbors. Currently, right now? Currently. And 
like have a relationship with them or are you just familiar with them? Well, I think probably. Uh, his name's Brad. He lives next door. I know who he is. To I see him. I somewhere. know who he is, but I think the, ol- the only reason I even remotely know who he is is he went to the same school as me. Oh, well, that's he was cheating. a grade younger. That's cheating. That doesn't count. It's cheating. You didn't meet your neighbor. You just. No, <laughs> he was like a brother. But you live in a bay. I live like on you a live bay. In, so th- I feel like that's even kind of. Everybody should have a porch on a bay. Right? But I feel like that's, bays are even a little bit different because they encourage community a little, bit, a little bit more. You're all sharing the same little stretch of street. There's no through traffic. The only people that mm-hmm. come down your bay are the people that live in there. The kids go out and they play hockey in the bay. It's slow street. Like, I feel like people yeah. know each other more in bays. I could be wrong. But meeting your neighbors, I, I just think like, it's so much nicer when you walk out your front door and there's other people actually out there existing mm-hmm. in the front. You know what I mean? Yeah. And when it's just a garage or a garage Car in the hole. front, people walk from inside their house into the garage, get in their car, door comes up as if it's some sort of secret spy agency. Yep. Car backs out, door closes. You never see those people. Yep. You're like Batman. Right? Just out the cave every morning. <laughs> exactly. In and out. You don't develop a relationship with your neighbors. Now that said, I have a porch home, don't know my neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> that's because you, you park in the back. Right? That's not completely true. Well, sorry, that kind of is because I park in the front. They both park in the back, both oh. neighbors. But I do know my neighbors. I know their names. I We say hi. It's whatever. But um, but if I had a graduate in the front, I wouldn't make the effort. <laughs> <laughs> but I just think it's more, it, it, it's more community friendly, local community friendly on your street. I know that I've done a job back in my building days on in the Crescents, um, which is a beautiful neighborhood in Regina. I don't know how old that neighborhood is. Probably 100 years down mm-hmm. here. Nice big old homes, of course. No garages in the front. They're like they're old. They're, they're <laughs> nobody had cars when these houses were built. <laughs> they were, but those yeah, but those neighborhoods, stables. like they, they the so old growth trees, the big tree yeah. canopy, like they're absolutely gorgeous neighborhoods. But I remember building a deck in the front of a house one time. It was a small little. I wouldn't call it a porch, but I would, it's just like a larger stair landing going into the house. Mm-hmm. And I was blown away by the sense of community that was happening on that street. I wasn't used to it. Right. Because everybody that walked by knew who lived there at that house I was working on. Mm-hmm. Everybody wanted to stop by and comment on it and see how it was going. And then the homeowner would pop up and be like, hey, hey, Shannon. Hey, Daryl. How's it going? What are the kids up to? Send the kids over. Like it was just, yeah. and the kids were up and down the street as if they owned the whole street, not just their house. Right. right. Like they felt comfortable swinging over the neighbor's house, doing this, whatever. Like everybody knew everybody. So promotes community. Right. And at any given time, while I'm working outside, I look one direction or the other. I could probably see 30 people like ho- ho- that lived on that street out on their front, in the front of their house doing things. They enjoyed the front of the house. Use your front yard. Yeah. Right? So I, I, and I thought that was a great feeling. I was like, this would be nice. Like, I don't, I don't even know my neighbor right beside me well enough to be like, oh, send the kids. Like, we just, you know? Yeah. I just you, thought that you was Because cool. you got your fence. So that's one thing that I think about too, is in small, ta- small town Saskatchewan, and I don't know if this is everywhere, but people don't usually have fences in their backyard. Right. Lots of times don't, yeah. Right? And without fences, I think you get that community as well. But in big cities, you fence off your backyard. It's the first thing you do. And if like, people could you don't build them have a yard feet, yet before you're like, yeah. keep them out. Exactly. If you could build <laughs> your fence at 10 feet without getting another permit, I think people would. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. So maybe we just don't even want, like, we don't even want to know our neighbors anymore, right? No, nobody wants to talk to their neighbors for some reason. Number three is the, your sun exposure and the direction your house faces. So if your house faces whatever direction, <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> like, it could be, there's east. It, north? There's I've heard north, north is popular. There's west. What's the, what's the, northwest. That's what I was trying to think oh, of. Oh, northwest. Uh, of yeah. course. Sometimes people's backyard decks in in direct sun exposure is almost too hot to enjoy. Or yep. in certain seasons, it might be in the shade and is not enjoyable because it's too cool out there. Mm-hmm. You want to be in the sun. Having a deck in the front of your house allows them mobility to go enjoy the sun in either location. Yeah. This is a common thing. People are like, I, we hear it all the time here. It's like, oh, my, I want to get a, a compass that doesn't get as hot because like, my deck is just so hot. We got to get a cover for it or whatever. And it's like, okay, so if it's scorching out there, because the sun's beating on the back side of your house and the south south side of your house. Yep. You you have shade in the front. So if you don't feel like going out and getting baked, could be taken two ways. You could get baked <laughs> in your front. 
But if you but if you want to break from the sun, then have a small space in the front of your house too that you can also go for a little bit of a you know. Or even like my parents, uh, they have a, a a lake property, and they have a deck, I guess I would say, in the back and facing the lane, because right. if it gets windy, you don't want to sit out in the wind. Yes, exactly. It gives you some options. Gives you some element. Uh, yeah. It shields you from the elements. Sometimes you just want to enjoy the sun. Or, or sometimes not. you want the sun. Yeah. And you can't have it both ways in a lot of spaces. If you're in the backyard and the sun is at south exposure, you have full sun all the time. About 2 o'clock, my deck is, I have a wood deck, and it's impossible to walk on. Yeah. It's so hot. Yeah. You couldn't even sit up there. Yeah. But if now, I had a porch. Number four plays off this a bit too, uh, but I think it's a great place to start your day. It's a more quaint space. Do you like, have a porch? Just well, just a not kind of. I have a too small to be functional porch. You have a slightly larger than average. Yeah, I would say I have like landing. a six by eight landing. So it's it's bigger than just a stair landing that goes into my house. Like you could put a couple chairs up there if you wanted to. It's right. covered. Like we, there's a roof over top of it, and so it is a little porch. Like I can sit out there and watch a thunderstorm if I want to. Um, but I but it's not. I wish it was a bit bigger that I could just put some chairs and kind of enjoy being out in the sun. And I actually wish I had an extension that came off the side of it that was that didn't have the roof on it. So like a roof part and then a non-roof part so that Uh-oh. I can just like, I don't got to switch front to I back. Hope, I hope JC's not listening to this. Me too, because it was actually her <laughs> idea. And she'd have me building one if I actually said I was in favor of it. But I think like, I think the front of your house is a nice place to start the day. I like the back for relaxing and getting away from people. To your point, we've got a fence back there. Yep. It's our space. I may invite people over into it. But I just want to, if I'm back there, it's because I just kind of want to be, maybe not left alone, but I'm trying to get away from the world a little bit. But you want to be outside. And enjoy my backyard. But I want to be outside. Yeah. Whereas, first thing in the morning, I would like nothing more than to sit in the front and see the world wake up. Oh, And yeah. maybe that sounds goofy, but I, I like the idea of, like, first thing in the morning, you, you like, I want to go and enjoy some fresh air. I, I don't, I like the idea of seeing people kind of getting up and starting their days and getting, getting off for the, not getting off. Voyeurism. <laughs> Now you know. <laughs> oh, <it> did. <laughs> but does this make sense to you? Am I? No, I understand. I yeah. Like, I don't want to wake up in the morning and be like, oh, time to go start the day and hide in my backyard. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, I want to start the day and be like, and go see the world getting active again, too. A few years ago when I used to jog in the morning, I would go for my jog. Jesus. <laughs> I don't jog anymore. <laughs> I used to go for my morning jog and then come back and then I would grab a coffee from the inside and just sit on my concrete front step. Right. Cause there's something about being on the f- more active side of your like house. Yeah. In the morning. I enjoy it. It's nice. Or even in the evening. Sometimes you want to be out. Like if I lived on that in the Crescents where it was like I, after supper or something, if I'm going to sit outside oh, and have a coffee yeah. or a beer, I want to, and I'm, you know, I don't want to be a loner. I'm, I'm, I'll sit in the front where I might actually get to engage with some people. Exactly. And some more, like I said, my backyard is massive. <laughs> your massive backyard. <laughs> but most times people's, you know, the, the deck in your backyard, or your backyard is probably a larger space. The front can just be this quaint little spot where you throw a bistro set and sit down and have coffee. It can be it this have cute be little huge. spot, right? Yeah. And that can give you a, like a different, um, different texture of space. Mm. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know exactly. That's why kids like, that's why kids like to build forts because they're small and like closed in. There's like, I've, we COVID for us, we loved, of fort building. we loved building forts so much that I got uh, Evan from Decked Out Contracting to come in <laughs> to my house and permanently build a fort for my daughter downstairs. Yeah, that's right. I've seen <laughs> pictures of this thing. You absolutely did. Is it's it, got a you, loft. Do you know where those hats are? This is Which ones? The, the TC Dex ones. Yeah, they're behind us. He just rolled in here. Oh, you got it up there? Is that the ones he just sent? So TC Dex is in here in the Instagram live for those who are listening just later, not in the Instagram live. We always have the Instagram going. TC Dex, thanks for the hats, buddy. He just sent us some hats. Oh, uh, no, he's in here now, so I appreciate that. He's saying, I came in late. What's, what are you guys talking about? We're talking about like uh, 11 reasons why uh, bring back the porch. Bring back the front deck. I like the front deck. But uh, now that you're in here, we got to thank you for the hats. I didn't send him a message afterwards. It came. I opened the box, set it down one day, and it was like, forgot to send him a message. Uh, Precision Construction says shouting "Get off my lawn" is far more effective from a front porch. It 
how could you do it you from your backboard? You can't argue that. <laughs> From the back and nobody knows where it came from? Is just yelling in the neighborhood? Whose lawn am I getting off of? <laughs> I'm not even on the lawn. Where did that? I agree. If you're going to shout at kids, it's far more fun and from the, from front. the front. That movie, what was it with Clint Eastwood? Wow, that's a that's pretty vague. <laughs> no, it's not. The good, the bad, and the ugly. If you, no, 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 no. Oh, newer, 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 newer. Uh, somebody, in, somebody in the... Um, Grand Torino. Going to... Was that it? I, that's a Clint Eastwood movie, man. No, it's like he was old in it. Yeah, it it's probably like six or seven years old. Like he was like 75, 80 years old. You gotta, um, gotta get and he's like, he like play. pulls guns on people in his front lawn. Yeah, I think that's Grant Trino. Yeah, it might be. <laughs> <laughs> didn't sound exactly right, but it was like, it, I, it's really close. So you can't pull that shit from your backyard. That movie doesn't exist without a front porch. Nope. How do you tell people to have their dogs not pee on your lawn? If you're not watching them do it. Exactly. A sign is not as effective. You know what? I see those little signs that people have in their front lawn sometimes. And it's a little shape. It's like a silhouette of a dog dumping on the lawn. Right. It makes me want to dump on the lawn. Uh, I agree. Me too. <laughs> it's like, I'll pick it up. I want to lay, uh, <laughs> lay a prize. <laughs> like a trophy worthy right beside the sign. I want to walk a cat right next to it and have the cat pee on it. And right. See what they do. Yeah. Like... <laughs> It's not because I think it, I, I appreciate their perspective. I even agree with it. I don't want dogs, random dogs crapping on my lawn either, but I just think it'd be funny. It would be funny for, to, for me to dump on their lawn. You're worried about the, you're here with the bloody dog. What's worse? The dog's laying down a Snickers bar. That's nothing. You can like, that's no big deal. You want to see what I got? Whoa. And I'll be back tomorrow and too. You, and you've been drinking bulletproof <laughs> and I'll be coffee. Back tomorrow. Uh, Grant Jr. was correct. Yeah. Uh, number six. I don't know if this is worth investing thousands of dollars into so you can do this, but holiday decor. Oh, I'm a Christmas guy, so. I'm a Christmas guy, and that's why this came to my head, too. That's right. So I like to put up a little, you know, a couple of little blow-ups in the front. <laughs> a couple of little blow-ups. I don't know why. I don't know why. I, this was me saying it. I don't know why my head, as soon as I started to say it, went right to blow-up doll. Yeah. Like sex doll. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like, but I, put I like a couple to, of those up there. Put, it really some hats keeps on the kids off the lawn. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I like to put up the, it's a Paw Patrol one typically because I've got little kids, but I like to put the little blow up characters on the front lawn. I like to decorate and have the little things going on, whatever, but it'd be, it'd be much nicer if I could put that up on my porch and kind of like wrap some garland around the, or some wreaths on the rail. Or like, oh, yeah. It just makes it easier to decorate. I don't do much on the front of my house because it's a two-story and there's not a whole lot of detail. That's just not detail, but there's no, there's no like, this might sound dumb, but there's no obvious connection points for ornaments. Like it's all vinyl siding. Oh, yeah. So there's nothing to hang stuff on. If I had a porch with railing and, you know, roof on or whatever, it'd give me a lot more options as far as decorating my home. Because I get lazy and I, I plop down one of those like projector lights that just like shoots shit on the house. Oh, yeah. Because that's easier. Nobody likes that. But decorating in front of your house with a full porch, because then you can put little like, then you can put props like Halloween too. Are you oh, kidding Halloween's me? good. Because Hall- then like yeah. you can get dressed up and you can sit out in your porch and scare oh, the shit I, out of people. Man, I love that. Right? I love when people do that. What does Precision got here? Without a French porch, where will Bryce clean his guns when his daughter starts dating? That's right. That's think about it's, it. It's a good where where would lumber's I on sale right now. Guns. Think about it. <laughs> uh, but okay. but for Halloween though, it's good too because maybe you don't have to have kids knocking at your door. You can just put some candy out. Right. I yeah. I just think the houses that have that versus walking past that garage again to go up in the corner door or somewhere. Like I like when people have the full front it's, of their house decorated. Well, it's just easier. It's back to it's more inviting. Exactly. Front porches are more inviting. Exactly. Maybe this can all be wrapped up into one. Bring back the porch because of this one reason. Bring back my porch. Number seven. Use the extra space. It's not just for looks. Right. We talked about number one being curb appeal because it's true. Mm-hmm. Having like a porch front house is nicer looking than a attached garage out front yep. but it's not just for looks use nope. the space it's extra space yeah you got a front yard use it yeah everybody everybody i don't know if it's like this everywhere but everybody kind of treats their front yard as if it's just the showpiece part that people are supposed to look at and where the actual activity happens with the blow-up dolls is in the backyard that's right right because that's hot, the private the space <laughs> so 
But there's nothing saying, like, for example, for my, especially my little kids, I've got little kids, and I do have a southern exposure on the backyard, like my, so I've got a northern facing house, yep. northern exposure house. But in my backyard, it's cooking. It, so, like, uh, we're in the middle of a summer that's just hot all the time. It's just 100 degrees every day. Mm-hmm. And the little kids outside, they can just cook. But if they, all they want to do is run around and play in the sprinkler or jump on the trampoline, like, why not drag it out to the front and do it there in the shade? Yep. And Because I don't have a lot of shade in my backyard. I didn't plant any trees. It's a newer area. There's no mature trees there. Take a long time to grow. But they can go roll around and play in the grass and rough house with the dog when he wasn't 90 years old in the front yard, too. Right? Yeah. And so then give me a place to sit and watch them supervise on my porch. Right. Because I don't want to touch the grass. That shit's ooey. <laughs> I, I put clover in my I backyard. I heard you put clover on there. And it turned out really well. You like it, hey? Oh, it makes the grass fuller. So, oh, so it's As grass well. I and still have the clover? Clo- I still have grass. Would but you I, would you go full, full clover? I would go full clover, bro. So if you moved to a new house that didn't have a yard yet, would you plant clover? Yeah, 100%. You would, and no grass? No grass. So why? What's the, why? It's, it's greener. Here we go. 10 reasons to plant clover. 10 reasons. It, it stays greener. It's greener as in the color or the color. more environmentally friendly? Both, I think. Okay. Uh, I heard it's good for lawns because it introduces nitrogen back into the soil. Okay. Which uh, grass needs. Yes. Uh, as you would know, grass guy. I am a, I'm a grass guy right now. I'll tell you that. I got my new hose today. There you go. See? Uh, Clover also flowers. My blow-up dolls have like holes poked in there. They have, just going to water through them. I've, turned, I've converted them into misters. <laughs> Sprinklers, my blow-up dolls. I would get Clover. You would do Clover. Put Clover. So it or at least mix it. Did you know grass seed used to come mixed? Mixed with what? Clover used to be like a 30-70 split back Get in the 70s. Here. Really? Yep. So why'd they stop? Uh, because I think People it, stopped giving a shit about the front yards. No, I think it. I think it's back to our whole like printer issue. The grass companies knew that by putting clover in, it would make your grass last longer. And so now the grass seed doesn't have clover in it. So you have to go get it every year to fill in your spots. Is this a true story? I don't know. I made that last That's part That's a great up. theory. Uh, number... Use the extra space, though. Yeah. It's for you. you. Use it. It's your yard. Right. Your house. Why or Why are you doing up your front yard if you're not going to use it? But it's because we've gotten so hermit-like. We just, we just, we want to, we won't, we don't want to be bothered by anybody. Mm-hmm. We just want to go lay in the backyard and not everybody talk to us and build our 10-foot fence and... 10-foot fence. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that's... Barbecue. Probably a lot to it. Well, that, like, I don't see as many basketball hoops in front of houses anymore. Yeah, that's true. I want to put a basketball hoop in my backyard beside my garage. See? In the lane. I'm going well, to do it. I've already talked about it, so therefore I have to do it. Oh, I guess, yeah, because you, you don't play basketball? have a garage. Would you no. come over and play basketball in my yeah, back alley? Sh- yeah, me? sure. You would crush me because you're like six feet. Six three. Six three. I'm 5'7". Yeah, well, Muggsy Bogues made it. <laughs> the the average height of any one, basketball I can, player. I can name at least one short guy that made it. Use it, it's yours. Use Number it. eight, storage space. So this one's two ways to look at this one. One, if your front door is high enough up, you could actually convert the bottom area of underneath your deck, like you could with any deck, into storage space. Mm-hmm. So maybe that becomes the place where you store your blow-up dolls. And... <laughs> You don't have to put them in the garage or whatever over somewhere. Right. And easy access. But I mean, you could store your lawn, like you store anything up there. It doesn't matter what you put in there, but it could become storage space. Now, if you put a roof on this thing and then all of a sudden it becomes dry storage space. And oh. if you, if you close your porch right in, you can use the inside for storage space as well. Right. I see a lot of houses, like older houses, especially when I go back home and I'm not suggesting this is what you should do with it, but it's clear that they've used it as storage space. It's like it's front clear. porches are just like stacked to the ceiling with boxes. And it's just like, that's the place where they throw shit yeah. that they don't want to have in the house. And the freezer. The and deep they, freeze is always And they don't front. even use the front porch door anymore. They use the yeah. back door because everybody's hiding. Mm-hmm. But it's, it is a place that you could use for storage of certain things. Or you could like, if it's closed in, you could turn that into like your little green room, greenery oh, room. Yeah. Right? Like, it gets lots of sunlight up in porches. They stay warm. They can be, like, climate-controlled a bit. You can put your plants up there. Shit. Wow. Number 12. Yeah. <laughs> Write that one yeah. down. <laughs> Damn. Okay, number nine. 
the roof or enclosing. This does not. This does not apply to just a deck in the front of your house. This is more the closed in or the roofed one. But this could provide some energy efficiency to your home. Yep. Now, what I mean by that, I think it's obvious with the closed-in porch, you do create that kind of foyer, that kind of, uh, what do you call that? What do you call that transitionary, then uh, words escape me. Somebody will chime in here and tell us. But like that, it, you know, businesses have them all the time just to not allow airflow through when you open oh, up yeah, one door yeah, and it closes yeah. and you open the next door. So it can give you that, right? right. You're not going to, your AC is running in the middle of summer. Instead of pulling the door wide open and having Scott Kelly be like, close the goddamn door, kids! <laughs> From the backyard, though. From the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> why is the goddamn door open so now you have that buffer zone where you close the door before you go to the next one and you don't lose the cooled air out of your house as fast or let the warm air in i should say yeah it's like one of those like those like biohazard rooms yeah <laughs> you know like you walk in it's like <laughs> oh i see what you're saying yes yes yeah it's also good for covid you can you can do your chemical rinse in the for the next porch. pandemic for the, yeah get ready Get ready. It's going to happen. Um, and But vice versa in the in the winter as well. You don't let all the warm air out of your mm. house when you got heating. So it can <laughs> certainly provide some energy efficiencies. And also if it's got a roof over top, uh, you know, one major source of heat in a house is sunlight through the windows. And so if you've got a front porch that runs the length of your front house and you're not getting, uh, you know, sunshine beating through your main windows, like primarily your largest windows of your living room, which is usually on the front of the house often. Front side. Um, then you're not having the sun beating through and it's going to help you to control things a little bit uh, climate-wise there as well. So it could be a more energy-efficient way um, or benefit as well. Here's another much. one. What's that? The biggest windows are on the front of the house. If you have a nice front porch, it gives a much better view through your windows. It certainly could, yep. Right? You could frame things outside a little bit. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Anyways. Why not? Uh, what do we got here? We got some uh, a vestibule. Vestibule. There uh, Scott Kelly came in here. An airlock. Tricky name to remember. <laughs> airlock, I think, is kind of more like that's what, what I was you thinking. were referring to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Going into space. Uh, speaking of which, did you see? Did you tune into any of the Richard Branson went space? Uh, no. The only article I I saw about it was that, that, that Virgin Airlines go? had to no had to say that uh, Richard did not bike to the to the launch because there's a video of him like. Yeah, like I saw a, that video. And then he, like, pulls up. So Virgin came out and had to say that? Yeah, they were like, Richard did not do that. This, that was just a promotional video. Why did they feel the need to come out and say that? I don't know. I think someone called them on it. <laughs> they were like, you biked, you biked 10 kilometers the world is so before stupid. you went into space? <laughs> the world is so dumb. I did think that was kind of funny. When I saw the video, I was like, really? Like, <laughs> it's like... This moment in human history, you're the guy, and you're gonna you're just gonna roll up to your launch pad in a on a bicycle. <laughs> okay, but you do you. I don't you care. do you, man. The guy's seventy five and in great shape. So I was like, well, he just rolls this way. <laughs> he bikes everywhere. What's he gonna do? Buy a Tesla? That's his main competitor. Did you right? hear Elon bought a ticket? I did hear that. So anyway, he now I've seen um, what's that? What's the scientist's name? Um, Degrassi, Neil Degrassi, Neil, Degra- Neil Degrasse Tyson, Neil Degrasse Tyson. There we go. I was like, Degrassi, like, huh? Yeah. So he's come out and said that, like, uh, no, he didn't go to space. He, he did, didn't even break the atmosphere. He didn't get there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, thanks, Neil. All, all that guy does now is go on TikTok and tell people they didn't accomplish shit that they said. They exactly. That's his entire shtick now. He's like, he's he's the world's troll. He's, yeah, he totally <laughs> is. He's just, he is Debbie Downer. He is her. Science troll. He's just, yeah, yeah like, exactly. Go to space. But technically, yeah. you didn't go to space. Here's why. You all Shut up. made it. <laughs> Everybody else believes I went to space. I did some cool shit. Don't rain on my parade. Number 10, increase the value of your home. So for all of the reasons we listed before, it increases the value of your home because yeah. you get the extra space. You might have storage. The curb appeal is probably the biggest part of this. Um, you know, the energy efficiency may not be something people think about when they're buying a home, but just, you know, having that spot in the front of your house that looks great mm-hmm. and is a place to go and hang out and is more inviting and more kind of feels like it blends in the neighborhood a little bit more and the house is more lively and it's house is closer to the street as a result of the fact that it doesn't have the garage in the front and all this stuff means it's probably more attractive to people who are buying homes. So it inevitably increases the value of your house. Unless they don't want to meet their neighbors. 
Unless they don't want to meet the neighbors. Yeah, then they'll go by the garage. But they're probably not even looking at your house in the first place then. Porch no. or no porch. No. But I just try to think, like, the houses on my street, man, if I didn't have that little porch in the front of my house, it would just be a, a an ugly box. It'd be an ugly box. And the houses across the street from me, if they didn't have their nice, like, full-width porches they have, and the little roof line and stuff, it would it would just be a square box. Like, it adds so much. It becomes the whole character of the house. Well, that's why when you said that uh, hor- houses have big windows on the front it made me think why don't have how why don't houses have bigger windows on the back because that's where people put their money generally into their backyards right yeah that's true i mean like why do you want to look at the streets yeah right like rich people they know where it's at yeah because they know they're gonna have kick-ass stuff in the backyard Mm -hmm. so they'll put the big windows in the back if you got a pool in your backyard you need big windows i agree uh, number 11, last one. This is my favorite. This, this is your this favorite? This is my favorite. It's, I mean, you do like to do this a lot. Do, do you have a porch? I don't. I have a concrete step. Okay, so where do your Amazon packages go? <laughs> they go on my concrete step. Exactly! But I have a bay. <laughs> yes, you're right. You do have a, a little bay. So this was a late ad. We added this late, but it was like, and I thought about it while we were doing the other ones, and I was like, I that seems like a goofy thing to put, but in today's world, it's not that goofy. People nope. actually spend money on lockable boxes and all, like these different things, doorbell or they, cams. or they yeah, doorbell cams, or they have like secret places to stash the items and the money, whatever, because they feel like because porch pirates are a real thing. Totally, like, there's a lot of assholes in the world who mm-hmm. go up and steal people's shit off their off their front step. Like it's it's so bad. That there's like YouTube channels of people Stealing. punking, well, punking these oh, yeah, guys. Yeah. So they'll, have you seen these? I've never seen them. Oh my God, really? You have to watch some of these. So, so there's some guys, like it started, I don't know if there's multiple channels, but the ones I've seen is this guy a long time ago had somebody steal stuff off his front porch, yeah. Amazon box, whatever it was. And he's like, this is crap. Like, and most of the time, like you see these people on your doorbell cam and do what? What exactly yeah, what do you, you could do? do? Like, all the all it does is prove that yes, somebody did in fact take it. It didn't blow away. Yeah. Oh wow, <laughs> like you took it. Some guy in a hoodie. Like the cops don't care. No. Um. So what he did was he started uh tricking out these boxes that were basically Amazon boxes with the tape and everything. But inside he would put in like I can't remember what all the things were, but like glitter with glue bomb or oh, whatever. Wow. And then he took some like cell phones and strapped them to this thing so that they could record live video. And then he would, and he built some mechanism in it where he could remotely like detonate it. But it wasn't a bomb. It wasn't a bomb, but it was like, it was a sparkle bomb or something, right? right. Or a yeah. dye bomb or something to that effect. And so he would make these things, leave it on his doorstep. And then someone would steal them. Inevitably, it sits there long enough. Somebody comes up, steals the box. They go out to their car. They drive away. They go to peek inside the box. <laughs> they're covered in like glue and, and sparkles. And the inside of their car. <laughs> And the inside of their car, like everything around them gets covered in uh, shit. That's right? amazing. And so I think it's fantastic. Um, but that's why this actually is a legitimate point. The porch yeah. allows you to have this kind of safer entrance into your house. Did we talk about the entrance thing? No, you left it off the list. I thought it wasn't cool enough. Well, I thought I put it on there. Oh, no, more func- more functional. You just checked it Oh, off. I just didn't. Yeah, more functional entrance. More fun. Yeah. We didn't actually talk about it? No. The more functional greeting. Okay, well, let's we go there. Quaint to holiday. Okay, fine. We'll but. finish the Amazon thing. So it's not just Amazon, but any front deliveries. Delivery to your home is such a common thing now, and it doesn't matter where it's a package from Amazon or a package from Tuds.ca, <laughs> or or a meal or or like yep. supper from Skip the Dishes or Grubhub or Door Uber Dash Eats or whatever. Or whoever. So the common thing now, especially because of COVID, is drop and go. Yeah. They bring it to your house. They drop it somewhere near your front door, and they leave. If you've got a porch that has some access to it, you know, some stairs up to a porch and it's, you know, the porch might be a little bit bigger. It's safer to have things out exposed up on there than it is if you just have like the sidewalk walking up to your door and one step and away you go. Mm -hmm. It just creates this little bit of, and I'm not saying this is foolproof. It's obviously not, but it just, it's just less inviting for a thief because it takes a little bit more time, a little bit more noise to get at your stuff. If it's kind of up and away from not easy to just kind of grab and run. Yeah. So it might actually be a legitimate reason to put a small porch or deck on your... It's a little safer. I do know that in my house, when we get packages dropped, I appreciate that I have that little six-by-eight landing that's six or seven steps up. 
Oh, and yeah, it can tuck, eh? it can tuck closer to my door, so nobody can kind of come up to the front of the steps and reach it. Even it's deep enough back that they would have to come up right onto my doorstep, right in front of the doorbell, right in front of the door, everything, and be like yeah. really They're tight right to get it, right? As opposed to just like sneaking off the front step and running. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I'm going to put a spike belt on the top. Oh, step. Is that what? You- <laughs> it's going to so be a way, triggered it, spike belt. It'll be right next to the corner, so that when they walk by, it'll shoot out like yeah, the actual ones. Yeah, it's going to slay their shins, like. <laughs> It's just going to be shin soup on my my porch. Sorry about that, mailman. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have to worry about that (laughs) because you never drop anything. Well, no, we don't get like our community mailbox, but that's not true because the courier guys come there all the time. But (laughs) yeah, sorry about your shins, mailman. (laughs) Poor guy. Works for Purelater. Sorry, Purelater, FedEx. Yeah. Amazon guy. (laughs) (laughs) So, anyways, it's you can you can create a safe space up there for your packages, for your deliveries, even for people coming to your house. It's just I don't know. I feel like it creates a bit of a buffer zone between it's, you and. It's a much street. more functional greeting entrance. Oh, good call. Number twelve slash eleven slash five <laughs> was more functional greeting and entrance. So you said this at first, and I hesitated because I was like, "What does this? What does it mean? How is it more functional? Whatever." But I then I got it for a second because. Well, maybe you should explain it because it was your idea. Like, uh, there's a lot of houses these days that don't have a very big, like, front entrance. So you open the door yes. and you're just in the house. Yeah. And so when three or four or five people show up, everything gets real crowded on the inside. Yes. And with a porch, uh, it gives you just a lot more room to, like, greet people and and slowly bring them into your house. Yeah. Well, and even like, what if it's somebody you don't want to talk to? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's the Vivint security guys again. Get I hate the, those guys. Oh, my God. Don't get me started on those guys. But or it's nice Mormon. to be able to have that buffer zone there, too, where they're not just kind of like right up on your front step and yep. you swing the door open and it's like everybody's crowded right there. It's like, I'd like to be able to keep those guys back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I see what you're saying now. Like, you're right. The, a lot of the front entrances or foyers or whatever you want to call it into people's homes are very small and crowded. I've been to people's houses before where you, you walk up to that top step and you almost have to step back and out of the way to let the door or, open. Or, yeah, there's that too. Right? The landing's so small, you got to step off the top step. I know by code, they're supposed to be big enough to be able to open the door and not have you bump off. But, I mean, if you've got your family of four or five all up on the steps there trying to get into somebody's house, like, mm-hmm. I can see where that could be helpful. Especially, too, if it's if it's elderly people living in the home. They might want a little bit of a... Landing strip <laughs> leading up <laughs> to the house just to, you know, they don't want to go stairs to inside right away and have to battle the door opening and everything else. So I, I see what you're going with. Where are you going with that? More functional greeting slash entrance area. Safer for your packages. And safer for your packages. Quigley Dexon here says, as the backyard is becoming an extension of the home, big rear windows and sliding back full doors are just a matter of time. So get into the business of selling those then. What he's saying. I don't know if that's what he's saying. Is that what he's saying? <laughs> no. So what What do you figure? Bryce, are you going to go build a porch in the front of your house now or what? Well, there's got to be some downsides. <laughs> oh, good segue. into. <laughs> so I don't know if there's many downsides, but we did identify one thing that's you need to be aware of. You have to be aware do a porch, of it. That the rules in the front of your house are often different than the back of your house. Chances are you can't build a... <laughs> what? What? Well, the rules on the front are always different than the rules on the back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> are you talking about the blow-up? <laughs> yeah. the, the rules in the front are often a little bit more restrictive than they are in the backyard. For example, you may have a much larger setback off the front sidewalk or front street of your house that you're not allowed to build on than you do in your backyard. It might be more forgiving. Maybe you can build a bigger deck in the backyard. But I'm not suggesting that you even build a big porch in the front yard, that it should be become your main space. I'm just saying yeah. that... I actually think it should be the smaller, more quaint space, like I said before. But you just need to be more aware of the rules. There's some places that may not allow you to have it so high, depending on your neighborhood. I don't know. Oh, like yeah. There may be, like, it may be too imposing on the street or something. Certainly, there's rules about how close you can get to the front street. You've got to be aware of potential like water mains coming into the front of your house. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's more of just construction detail to be aware of. But but there may be some things that you have to take care of. Um, you, I don't know this for a fact, but some cities may have more stringent rules on the materials you use in the front of your house. Yeah. You may not be allowed to use 
plastic decking because you're in a neighborhood that requires everything to be not, like, like you know natural, what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It might have to be all wood or you might have to skirt in the front of your deck because they don't need, they have a rule about exposed framing or something to that effect. Right. You right. Might, okay. There may be some things you have to worry about as far as a construction detail in some areas, other places it'll be free for all. It'll be like, do whatever free you want. For all. Do it and cover up the garbage that's sitting on the front of your lawn. Please. <laughs> Please. So, yeah, not, I wouldn't say it's a, a con, but it's certainly something you may have to be aware of. And being on the front of your house, you're much le- more likely to be caught if you decide to not follow the proper procedures. Oh. So you do want to make sure you go and check your zoning and permitting rules with your local building department because a uh, little bit harder to just build it and pretend Someone's it's not there. Drive by. Well, that's, it's happened here, right? We, yeah. People ask like, what's, what if I don't get a permit? It's like, well, then nothing happens until something happens. Until someone sees it. Well, do they just drive around and like, they'll just come and like check my backyard? No, they won't. But if it's on the front of the house and they're in the area already and they're doing a permit at your neighbor's house and they happen to drive by and see that your deck is not to code because it's like visibly violating something, mm-hmm. then yeah, they're going to call you on it. Yeah. So on the front of your house, it's pretty easy for people to see. Uh, which is why you shouldn't ever stay out there. Go in your backyard. You don't want to be exposed yeah, to people. Stay in um, Scrap this episode. <laughs> but just be aware of that, that there may be some rules and, and, and you want to follow them in the front yard for sure. Not that you don't want to follow in the backyard. I'm not saying that. Follow them everywhere. But if you're the guy who's not going to follow the rules, you're more likely to get caught in the Make front. Make sure you really follow them and in the back. In the front Follow yard. them extra in the front. <laughs> That's it, Bryce. Are you going to go and listen to some ASMR now? No, I'm going to go build a porch. <laughs> okay, yeah, good call. Yeah, I might have to do mine this year too. Okay, thanks everybody for tuning in. Appreciate it. Uh, if you're wanting some details on Deck Expo, feel free to reach out to us because we're, uh, we're in the group and we're excited for it. So. Be there. See you next week. Thank you for listening to the Ultimate Deck Podcast. Now you know what we're about. Check the site. Come and shop. UltimateDeckShop.com. Hit us right away for sponsorships. So tell us if you want to collaborate. Let's go. Check us out on any social networks. Thank you for listening.